0: hi friends welcome to maybe i should just go home we're your hosts liz and becca sisters and longtime bachelor fans who share our unfiltered unpopular and and sometimes sometimes uneducated opinions on the franchise crack open your favorite flavor of white cloth and and let's let's get get into it hi friends welcome back hi how are you doing i'm doing good how are you i'm all right I'm tired, but I'm always tired,
1: so I feel like there's no point in sharing that information.
0: I mean, I don't know if I'm always tired, but I feel tired. What are you drinking today? I am having a glass of wine. I almost did coffee, but I've had like three cups today, and it hasn't helped my tiredness, so I just decided to have a glass of wine instead. I am having coffee
1: because... If I don't drink coffee, I will not make it to 7 p.m. before falling asleep. So I'm having
0: some. That's been me this week. Like, I don't know if I'm just, like, mentally exhausted and it's just, like, weighing on my body or, like, what it is. I mean,
1: you could be getting sick because even though you don't feel sick, sometimes that stuff happens for a while before you actually get sick.
0: Mom, well, I hope not. I would not like to be sick. Right. I've also managed to not get sick during this entire pandemic so far. <laughs> and I mean fatigue was
1: like my biggest symptom, so I just I know it.
0: that's why I'm like please like let's let's not be sick been very careful. We'll see. I guess you'll find out in another week or two. <laughs> yeah. No symptoms.
1: I mean, you even if you've had it, you might not ever have any other symptoms. This so is very true. The That's only way you're going to know is, like, if you get sicker or if you get tested.
0: Right. Okay, let's not speak that into existence. Let's hop into the episode.
1: <laughs> well, tell me what you think about this whole Bennett-Noah
0: thing. I mean, I think they're both pricks. And they should both be gone and stay gone. The only thing they're good for is the men tell-all. That's it, Maybe. I mean
1: I think I don't necessarily disagree with you, except I don't think that what's his name? Nate? Noah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I just totally forgot that was weird. Um I don't think Noah is a prick. I think my read on the whole situation I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong well yes I kind of am like if I had to pick a side I pick Noah still because Bennett is really condescending and stuff and I think most of what Noah's done and said is a reaction to being heavily bullied by Bennett and the other men
0: mm-hmm. I mean I can agree with that if I had to choose a side I would choose noah's probably but i'm just kind of over him because like after taisha was like bennett go home which she didn't even want to send him home but she still did um i don't buy that
1: if she didn't want to send him home she wouldn't have
0: sent him home i don't know i feel like she was told that one of them had to go home and so she was like, okay, one of them will go home. So she chose Bennett because he was sounding more condescending. But in, her I, but in her ITM, she sounded very unsure about it. And then it wasn't like when Bennett came back at the end, she wasn't like, no, like I sent you home. Like this is done. I appreciate you telling me these things, but go home. She was like, let me think about it.
1: Yeah, but that's because, honestly, because Tasha allows herself to be manipulated by men.
0: <laughs> that's a very hefty statement.
1: I'm watching it on TV. I'm watching it happen. I don't think Tasha is as, and honestly, I don't think anyone is, because even Claire wasn't. Right. Tasha's not as strong and put together and healed from her past traumas as she thinks she is.
0: Right. I don't think anybody and, is. Like you and,
1: said. and I think she probably... And I'm not trying to talk bad about her. I'm just saying. Right. I think she probably feels pressure as a bachelorette. And um, Bennett actually said, I love you, like when he came back at the end. Mm-hmm. And so even if she liked him a little bit, she's like, oh, well, he said he loves me. So like, I feel like it just makes her... I think he's manipulating her. Ben's it's not in love with her.
0: No. And
1: I think if she lets him stay, which it appears she does, Mm -hmm. then she's just allowing herself to be manipulated and, quite frankly, deserves whatever heartache he – like, not deserves like deserves to be hurt, but, like, you're just asking for it. Because yeah, if he's – like, guys could – like, fight and have this stupid drama and not treat their partner badly. But Bennett, the whole, the whole season, all we've seen is, like, Bennett talking down to people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, pretty much only talking about uh, going to Harvard and his wealth and his privilege. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that he wouldn't end up turning that on. Whoever he was dating or married to. Right. Because he thinks he's better than everyone. Mm -hmm. So in the end, he will decide that he's better than Mm Hmm.
0: Most likely, yes. And he also, I'm sorry, he just really looked like a serial killer, just like standing in front of her room. I mean, he's always looked like a serial killer. I know, but it was in that, like, moment, and he just had, like, a little sly smile on his face, and I was just, like, this is very creepy.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, she's not going to end up with him anyway, so, you know, it's whatever. But the thing, my whole thing about Tasha is usually by this point in the season, because we're informed that hometowns are next week. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, it's usually been longer than it has for Tasha, even though it's quick, like Tasha got even less time. Right. And she still appears to like everyone. hmm Like there's not really a guy left that she doesn't see if you talk show- about how she has like a big connection with. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying she's if she ends up engaged or choosing one person at the end Mm
0: -hmm.
1: then I'm gonna feel like she's forcing it because that's only a few weeks away
0: Mm -hmm. so I just I don't know really wasn't anything else to really note about the cocktail party I don't think do you? no Okay. or the rose ceremony Spencer, Ed, and Damar went home I mean, no surprises, really. Yeah. Okay. So the Ben one-on-one thoughts. I mean, I
1: was confused by the date, first of all, because it's supposed to be this scavenger hunt, and there's supposed to be, like, some – I forget what the card said, but something about some, like, nice place to relax or something – Mm-hmm. but literally they just end up on a random bench with some champagne it wasn't even like a, cu- a cute area yeah that, I was confused by that also like I get that you're in a resort but then don't put that on the card
0: right or at least like make like a cute little picnic area or like put some fun stuff around a pool or something yeah it was weird it was very weird
1: I heard something on one of the other podcasts that I listened to that Mm -hmm. I agree with so I'm just gonna like regurgitate it basically but when he was like opening up on the night portion about like his mental health struggles and suicide attempts Mm -hmm. um, it felt and I don't mean this on Ben at all it felt kind of icky. Like, if you go back to when Tasha and Ivan were having that very serious conversation, mm-hmm. it was more of a conversation. Right. But Tasha has been putting so much pressure on Ben to open up. Mm -hmm. which, you know, he should open up, but this was, like, a one-sided thing, like, she then, in turn, did not share anything personal about herself, Mm -hmm. and this is something that happens a lot on the show, it's, like, why does the lead, like, I get that the lead is supposed to find love, but, like, why would you expect someone to propose to you if they didn't know you, if they spent all this time opening up to you, and, like, having to chase you and work so hard for you and that was all one-sided because of the premise of the show and then you don't open up to them how do you expect it to work
0: exactly yeah and it was just like he opened up about all that and it seemed like it was very difficult for him to do so and he was like well I guess I'll just give out this information that I've never told anybody else except my therapist and then she was just like (laughs) And then she was just like, you're still here. I'm still here. And I'm like, okay, cool that you didn't, like, run away from that. But also, like, it didn't seem to me like, she cared very much about that, having that conversation. It was just like, this is what I wanted from you. I wanted you to open up and not acknowledging how hard it was for him to even think about doing so and not having an actual conversation.
1: And also as someone who has struggled with pretty heavy depression myself, now I never attempted suicide, but I had suicidal thoughts at one point Mm -hmm. it's like not the kind of thing you talk about most of the time because people when you're dating or just other people in the world start to sort of let that define you if they know you've struggled with it Mm-hmm. And that just makes it harder and easier at least from my experience to kind of slip back into a bad place. yeah, I think if you're gonna be in a serious relationship with someone, then eventually you open up about that because mm-hmm. they need to know so that it, you know because it's a never ending battle like if people think that you're depressed and then it and then it's just gone and everything's fine and, Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, it's and myself included, it's just not like that. It's an ongoing battle, and I might be fine for a year, and then you know have a really bad month or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I get that you would want to tell your partner, but right, it just like in the way it was like she smiled when he was done and picked up the rose like she was giddy,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: like she was happy to hear about his trauma.
0: Yeah, and like it was almost hard in a way to hear him talk about it just because it was such like a personal thing and i'm not sure if he was himself ready to share that with taisha nor ready to share that with the entirety of the world (laughs) you know like um,
1: i mean that's the thing is like i i commend him mm -hmm. for opening up whether he was ready or not And sharing his his story in a way that will maybe help someone. Mm -hmm. Um, It does kind of seem like he felt pressured. And I know that's like the premise of the show. But I always kind of think like, you know, if it were me... I feel like there's a way you can open up about it without mm-hmm. going full into it. And then they could have had that discussion off camera. Like right. either he could have waited for fantasy suites or whatever, because if the information about your very serious, pretty recent mental health troubles, if not knowing that information before fantasy suite time is a deal breaker for Tasha then I just kind of feel like, you know what I mean? Like if she doesn't know all your trauma before Mm -hmm. fantasy suites, then she doesn't deserve you anyway, if that's going to cause her to like, let you go.
0: Right. And also it's like, it wasn't enough for him last week to break down and tell her about the eating disorder that he struggled with for many, many years. And like, he gave her that whole entire story. So he already gave like a piece of that like whole puzzle. And it's just like, this week he was filling in some areas, but it's like, is it not enough for somebody to tell you like one very traumatic thing in their life that they're probably still dealing with in some sort of capacity. And then to push them to keep telling you very traumatic things that happened in their past. Like, what? I'm just wondering like when it's gonna be enough for Tasha for her to be like, it's stop not pushing the men. It's
1: no, she doesn't push the men. She pushes Ben. She expects it will never, Ben cannot say anything that will be enough for her. It will never be good enough because when Zach opened up to her about his addiction and his divorce and all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. she was very, she was fine. Like she was satisfied. Yeah, She felt closer to him. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she feels closer to Ben. I think she's like, oh, what else can Ben tell me? Yeah. And which would be maybe okay if she was opening up, but we don't, I know they don't show us everything, but if she was opening up about like really deep traumatic or like mm-hmm. hard things in her life, we would
0: see some of that. And she's not doing yeah. that. Yeah. I'm It's just very frustrating to me. I feel like I have a very soft spot for Ben and it just like really irritated me the way she treated him and pushed him this entire episode.
1: Yeah. Like I just I don't think it's fair that it seems like he felt pressured to open up about this mm-hmm. and that she just kind of went with it and I I mean the fact that she came off as
0: giddy mm-hmm. after he talked about that is yeah. disgusting also like he he never told anybody else about any of this stuff so he not only had to tell Tasha, but when he went home at the end of this he had to open up to his entire family and tell them about this experience and be like this will probably air on the tv show so I need to tell you so that you don't find out while you're watching it you know, and go through that experience because I'm sure that's not fun for his family to hear either. Like, it was a very mm-hmm. hard thing to hear and talk about. It's a very serious situation. So, yeah, I just felt bad. Like, nobody should have to be going through that situation in the first place. Like, that's terrible. And he shouldn't have been pushed to tell Tasha. And then, in turn, have to deal with everything else on the back end that we're probably not even going to ever hear about.
1: I mean, it's just like kind of how Tisha is, and I just think most of her conversations with the men are very one-sided. And I understand that's kind of the
0: point of the show, but, but we then know why there's could you... to her because she had an actual conversation with Ivan I feel like when she's with Ivan she has more conversation and she opens up and talks but when she's with most of the other men it's all one-sided she's like tell me something tell me something traumatic that messed you up
1: and I just have like a hard time believing that she's actually falling in love like because she says on the lie detector date that she's falling in love with multiple people how can you like no, I think you'd like everyone and that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. And you probably like them a lot, but I don't buy that you're falling in love because you don't even have conversations. You just listen yeah. to their trauma and then say, oh, thanks. That's what I've been wanting to hear. Here's a rose mm-hmm. with the exception of that conversation with Ivan or like a little bit here and there will show open up in little snippets like, yeah like, I don't ever want to be cheated on because that's why, you know, like, cheating is a deal breaker because that's why my marriage ended before.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, like, we get little snippets.
0: Yeah. So, while we're here, let's go ahead and talk about that group date. First of all, I'm, like, 99.9% sure that was not even a real lie detector machine and that producers were just pushing buttons when the men would answer questions.
1: I'm sure it was. Like. It couldn't have been a real she... one because if it was a real one, you would need someone who knows how to operate it, not what? JoJo. And if you saw the computer screen, it was literally a graphic flashing across.
0: Yeah, it was just a screensaver. They probably just pulled that up on YouTube and made it full screen. Keisha <laughs> either a really good actress
1: and going along with whatever the show is doing or she's fucking dumb because she took those answers so seriously. Like Riley, when he said his name and then she was like, I don't even know what to think now because like, is Riley even his name? Like what else? It's like, like, he's a priest. He
0: said before, like they even started, he's like, I never let my clients take these because they're not always correct. Like anything can throw off your answer. If you're overtly nervous, it throws off your answers completely. Which also
1: I'm pretty sure that lie detector tests are not admissible in court. So there's literally like no point to them. So yeah. Like I get it's supposed to be like a fun date, but yeah. It's like you could tell like some of the guys she was really going hard on. And some guys, she was asking, like, silly
0: questions. I think they all had, like, a set of um, questions that they had to answer. And we just didn't get to see different ones because it was just, like, oh, they're all – like, it's boring to see all of that.
1: Yeah, but what I mean is, like, for instance, they ask Ivan, have you ever been turned on when, like, spending time Uh with Daisha? And then they're asking the other guys, like, have you ever cheated? Have you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, they just had it out for people.
0: Mm-hmm. It,
1: it was another way to trick the guys into talking about things that were very hard for them to talk about.
0: Yeah. Which, for Zach, it wasn't very hard to talk about that cheating story.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I believe his story.
0: That's what I've heard. So it's either like 100% true and it's just like that dumb or like he was telling it to cover his tracks for another story.
1: Because after hearing like his whole addiction story and how he hit rock bottom and stuff Mm -hmm. and his marriage ended.
0: I was assuming that he would tell a story from during that time.
1: I have to assume that's probably when it happened if you're, if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend in sixth grade, you're not really dating. Like, those aren't real relationships. <laughs> They're just not. I don't care what anyone says. They're just right. not. So you can't really cheat on each other. And so you, like, held hands with the girl in a hallway and called your girlfriend and then kiss someone else. Yeah. Like, that doesn't count when you're in sixth grade. <laughs> and so I just don't, it was like too convenient, I thought, yeah. that they would make that a big thing. And then I, and like, it's fine. Listen, just, I don't believe, like Tasha says, once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm-hmm. Well, if she really believed that, then she would have sent him home because he cheated on a sixth grade girlfriend. Right. But I, I don't actually believe that saying because I think mm-hmm. there's a very, there's a big difference between cheating on someone once and actually being a cheater
0: mm-hmm. there can be yeah. and I'm
1: not saying I'm not saying any of that is okay but I'm just like I there's a difference I know there's yeah. a difference I'm like yeah have experience I know there's a difference
0: <laughs> yeah I think every situation is different
1: like cheating is also a deal breaker for me but like
0: mm-hmm.
1: i wouldn't not date someone who had never given me personally a reason not to trust them right? because at a really hard time in their life where they were addicted to whatever drugs he was addicted to, he may have cheated on someone
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like that's people learn from mistakes and they change Mm -hmm. and they grow and people do stupid things. And you can't tell me that I know she's a bachelorette, so we're supposed to believe it, but you can't tell me that she was perfect in her first marriage. Right like Uh, some uh, people go ahead no go ahead I was gonna say some people cheat just to cheat so if her ex-husband cheated on her okay but most people it doesn't make it okay but it takes two people to ruin a marriage and Mm -hmm. most people who cheat there's like something behind it yeah and I'm not saying it's her fault I'm not saying it's okay like I have been cheated on many times like I get it but Mm-hmm. still you know
0: yeah but I was gonna say there's just this like picture that ABC just has painted of Tasha, and it's just like that she's perfection and that she's never done anything wrong she always says the right thing she's graceful she's articulate and that's pretty freaking boring like I See, would be more entertained if she would open up and even if she were like, you know, the only really difficult time I had in my life because I've been very fortunate is like like the fallout of my marriage and like talking about that and like having not much else to talk about is fine, but I, sh- I just have the feeling that she's just fake and I'm not a fan.
1: Like I don't dislike her but she's just seems like a very fake bachelorette but abc tries to paint that picture of most of their leaves there's only a select few that they haven't mm-hmm. and claire was one of them so it still like leaves the question why were you guys assholes to claire but you're gonna paint Tasha as the perfect woman like the whole season mm-hmm. was like marketed and edited and produced for people to shit on claire and then worship Tasha, right? And you know what? Say what you will about Claire. Maybe you hated her episodes. Maybe you don't think you'd get along with her, so you didn't care for it. Mm-hmm. But you can't say that Claire wasn't real. Yeah, she mm-hmm. came in. She was herself. The thing about Tasha, and this is why we didn't like Becca K when she was on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they're so they seem rehearsed.
0: Mm-hmm. They.
1: S- They don't seem real. They seem like robots. Nobody wants a robot.
0: No. And, like, watching a robot isn't entertaining either. It's just not. Like, I like her. I'm enjoying
1: watching her more than I thought. But it's just, like, I was very kind of annoyed with her this episode. Me too. And I feel like if you – she maybe she's having the feelings that she's afraid to open up but she's scared and you know what lucky you Tasha, that you're the lead this time because mm-hmm. now you're forcing it out of the guys like you should remember what that felt like
0: mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i don't i mean i don't know how the men were feeling in the situation but if i were in that situation opening up and revealing all of my past traumas what would make me feel validated is if the lead opened up about their past and their feelings and like mm. be like okay so like this is a vulnerable situation but we both share that trust where we can talk about like the deep things and the hard things or she yeah, pretty much some, just smiles and say thanks yeah but like also just to like
1: play fair for her most leads don't open up so like oh, it's not a Tasha exclusive exclusive thing.
0: Oh, I know. But but
1: happens. she's she's also it feels like she's pushing people to open up more mm-hmm. than a lead has in a while. Yeah. And so yeah. I mean
0: um, Go yeah. ahead. No, you go. <laughs> I was going to talk about um Brandon Okay. A little bit and how she I felt like she was irritated That he's like still Like a little On the fence about a proposal Being on the end at the end of this Because it has been such a short time I feel like he explained it And smoothed it over in a very good Way with her But I was like Well uh, why aren't you like Nervous and like unsure About a proposal at the end of this Because she's had the shortest amount of time of any bachelorette in history.
1: (laughs) Because she's the lead and the lead is always, I mean, it's, that doesn't really bother me. But like, I think Brendan said something that we don't hear people say, like he was actually honest when they had asked, like, can you see yourself, like, would you actually be ready to propose? And he Mm -hmm. said, I don't know. I hope so. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably, there's no way, like, Claire and Dale are, they're, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, like, the 1%, you know, like, most Like the acceptance to the rule. Yeah, like, most people don't come into the show and are, like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to, like, propose and it's going to be no big and, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's that
0: odd that he's being, like, I hope so. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't think it was that odd either. I appreciated that answer. I just felt like she was taken back by that, like, whoa, you should be in love with me already. (laughs) I mean,
1: yeah. That's the other thing is, like, I always find it funny – when a lead believes that what everyone's saying to them is like actual truth like I'm sure all those guys because everyone's telling her I love you or I'm falling in love with you and I'm sure they really think that's true Mm -hmm. because you're in this bubble but if we're like being serious like one week off the show and you're gonna be like shit I dodged a bullet like I didn't love her like it's you can't, like, it's supposed to be framed, so everyone's obsessed with her.
0: Yeah. So I think she just wants to really buy into it. hmm And also, she tells Zach that she's falling in love with him, too. I'm not shocked, either. But I was a little surprised that she said it.
1: I think people have been saying that more. Like, people don't say, I love you, usually, you know? Mm-hmm. Except for Ben Higgins. But, like, I feel like all of the leads are like oh I'm falling in love with you too
0: Mm -hmm. because there's that
1: stupid progression like on The Bachelor I'm pretty sure it's like in your contract that you can't say I love you before you said I could see myself falling in love with you and then I think I'm falling in love with you I know I'm falling in love with you and then I think you're allowed to say I love you
0: yeah no I agree that should be a drinking game yeah you would yeah you would die (laughs) Do you want to talk about Riley at
1: all? And how Um, he opened up? I mean, you can talk about Riley if you want. (laughs) I really like Riley. I like Riley too. He's so sweet. I I feel like like he's
0: probably one of the most grown up men there. I don't know if it's just like the way he carries himself. But.
1: I mean, he's a defense attorney. Right. Right. So I'm sure that's true. Yeah. I don't think I like him a lot I don't think Tasha deserves
0: him I don't I, think so either I'm like he's too good for this world I don't I'm think sorry he, but it, I but think he's too good for the Bachelor franchise <laughs> mm-hmm. I cannot pick out one woman in the Bachelor franchise off the top of my head that I think would deserve Riley
1: Claire but she's taken right I think, I don't think he wanted to open up to her. I don't think so either. I don't think he was ready to talk about that stuff. And no.
0: But he's so. already like opened up a little bit in like previous dates about like his family history. And he's alluded to there being some issues. But he hasn't said exactly what happened. And then on this date, he did. And it just, I felt bad because I felt like he was really pushed too. It was just another instance where
1: Tasha was like, tell me your trauma or you're out of here. Right. And then she gets excited that someone talks about it. Yep. And which, again, would be fine if we knew what hers was. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Riley. I just mm-hmm. find it like, the more I think about it, the more it kind of blows my mind that she's going to let Bennett come back. But. Yeah. She's not going to end up with someone like Riley or Ivan. Um, or Brendan, or Ben. I also like Zach, you know. But I, I it's just like,
0: yeah, it's I like we don't it, like believe it
1: yet. All of the all of the men left are, from what we have seen on the show, in my opinion, superior to Bennett. Like mm-hmm. Bennett's like bougie. And so is Tasha And so I think that's her draw, but he, you're going to get tired of hearing him talk down to everyone and brag I'm about his trust you. fund and, uh, about like, Hey, I went to Harvard like that. Cause that's like, don't you feel like in real life, that's his thing. Like somebody oh, makes like his girlfriend is like cooking him scrambled eggs and he's like no you're doing it wrong and trust me I know better because I went to Harvard right like don't you just feel and he also like he can't do math Louise have learned <laughs> which is um very concerning because of his profession but also something else I would like to point out apparently at Harvard you don't have to be able to use proper grammar because when he was talking to Tasha about how it's been a what he would like to call a whirlwind, he says, world wind. It was a whirlwind.
0: I didn't no even notice that. That's so funny.
1: No, Bennett, it was a whirlwind, would be the term you're looking for, I think. And it just drove me crazy.
0: I'm pretty sure he drove everybody crazy. And like, I also was like, I couldn't believe going back to like the beginning of this podcast episode, I forgot to mention this, but that he explained all of the, um, uh, what was it? Like, in like EQs, is that what he mm-hmm. called it? I don't know. But like the social yeah. intelligence and the self-awareness and like all that crap to like yeah. and she's just sitting there like, why are you explaining this to me? like why yeah
1: that's why I'm surprised that she's even considering letting him back because she just was looking at him like dead eyes like no emotion and
0: And she's like so much more crap in that conversation than she gave to Noah she didn't treat the two equally it seemed like she was partial to Noah in the situation but she also did not want Bennett to leave
1: I, it's like it doesn't make sense if everything she was saying in her ITMs about liking Bennett
0: was true.
1: Yeah. Then why didn't that show in your personal interactions? Yeah. Because she's full of shit. That's why. Also, apparently,
0: next week we have two episodes. Yep. So, Monday and Tuesday. So, there's only going to be four hometowns, right? The normal. Yeah. Okay.
1: But also I don't know how they're doing hometowns cuz covid you brought everyone here to the bubble there's no way everyone's family came to the bubble cuz no. that's just not possible cuz people have jobs
0: right and it's not like you can't ask well I mean they could try to ask people to quarantine and I'm sure some would but for a but TV show like this where you had to do every you have to do
1: everything right You can't trust that Zach's family is going to quarantine for two weeks and Mm -hmm. then take your crew there and potentially endanger them, let alone the plane travel, being in the airport. There's no way they're doing that. If they do, I'm shocked and a little bit appalled that they made such a big deal about how they were doing everything right.
0: But also, I really hope they don't do it like a Zoom meet or something stupid like that. Why can't we just skip
1: hometowns? Yeah, because, like, you don't need permission of
0: someone's family to like them, and you you don't don't need If you you really wanted it, you could ask producers, be like, I really want to get her father's blessing. Can I talk to him on the phone? And they could set that up. Well, her father comes to the bubble. Right, so then why does everybody else's family need to do that? They don't. Right. If we could just if they could have just skipped it and then we could have got like a little episode of like like a vlog style thing or something stupid of her, the guy she picked and his family like at meeting afterwards or something like that. I don't even think i need that just skip it nobody actually but cares to, but if they want to do that that's fine no and nobody does care for the bachelorette because nobody's family ever gives the bachelorette crap
1: i just think though like i understand that you would like meet the family of someone you're gonna marry but also like if our family didn't like mark i wouldn't give a shit because yeah. i like mark
0: Right. And so, also like, because, like, I'd, if we didn't, like, know Mark and you were, like, he's the dude for me, we'd be, like, okay, like, we trust who you're going to choose for yourself and, like, we're also going to love him because you love him.
1: Right. And also, like, he doesn't have to get anyone's permission to marry me because mm-hmm. I am not property. I don't belong to anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm a human being. Right. But the bachelor operates in this, like, very old school way of oh, thinking gosh. where even when you're the bachelorette, you are a piece of property Yeah, to be won. You yeah. are a prize to be had.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, like, I just want to be clear. I think I'm a fucking gift, okay? <laughs> but, like, Hell yeah. I don't, like, I will give myself to whomever I want, I don't need, no one needs permission, just my permission.
0: Right. because permission is the only permission needed.
1: Which is where the proposal comes in.
0: Yeah. That's why they ask.
1: <laughs> it's just like, if they would just let uh, like us run the show, things would be so much better.
0: Oh, it would be so entertaining. Can you imagine the people we would pick to be on the cast?
1: Oh, it would just be so fun. It would just be like real life instead of all this stupid bullshit. like I like the show but I just like there's stuff that always bothers us about it Mm
0: -hmm. I wonder if people would watch that
1: yeah why wouldn't you I don't know it's just totally different but I
0: guess we watch this and it's totally different so
1: I don't understand the people who who complain about the show when it's different or there's drama like the people that didn't like Claire's part of the season are the people who don't like Paradise, and they're the mm-hmm. people who don't like, who didn't like Caitlyn Bristow's season. Like because everyone, like family friendly. Yeah, one person dating thirty people and making out with them on TV is not family friendly either. No,
0: it's not. This show like, is not family-friendly, period. It's still like, it kind of like boggles my mind a little bit how mom let us watch this when like I was a child. <laughs> I was in elementary school watching this with you she, and mom.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this doesn't make sense either because she said she let us watch it because it was a good lesson that we shouldn't date a bunch of people at once. And it was like, well, no, mom, you know that, you know, you to give you, you know what?
0: bad examples of relationships in real life.
1: Yes, but these are not real-life relationships. Right. They, they can be after the show, but on the yeah, show, it's not. Like, not. It's, it's not a, it wasn't a teaching tool, mom. You can just say you liked to watch it. Like. Yeah, it's okay. Because what I got from it was in order to get that many men to be attracted to me, I had to be really skinny, blonde, and tall and wear dresses and heels. Because that's what I learned from it when I was younger. And spoiler alert,
0: none of that ever happened. Yep. Same. I learned you had to look like a cookie cutter mold of this perfect woman in order to have millions of men fawn all over you. Yeah. Which is not true.
1: Which which the show taught us was the goal, to have
0: 30 men fighting over you at once. And it was okay to give up your livelihood and leave everyone and everything you've ever known behind to for go a man mm-hmm. yeah which for the right man in your life you don't have to give up any of that for
1: the funny part about it though is you have to think like if one of us would have ever went on the show like she'd have been so mad probably
0: I think she would have been excited but then like oh wait maybe you shouldn't go on national television <laughs>
1: Like I feel like you wouldn't like she wouldn't have been that mad at you, but she would have been mad at me because I would have like you would go on there and just be quiet, and I would have went on there and been myself. Yeah, I would have been the Caitlyn Bristow of my season.
0: Yeah, I think you would have not have, have went on. I think you would have like given me a pep talk right before I left to be that kind of person.
1: Well, what's the point in going on if you're not going to be yourself?
0: right exactly
1: like what's the point of going if you're going to be so scared about what your family's going to think watching you on tv that you can't be real that's stupid
0: exactly which like if i hadn't met jordan you talking me into applying for the bachelor probably would have happened if jordan and i didn't get back together in college Mm -hmm. (laughs) i probably would have been like "Hmm, okay might as well might be fun I don't think I would have gotten selected because I don't fit their cookie cutter mold of a woman.
1: Well, they're bringing in different
0: women now.
1: Yeah. Not like a huge thing, but
0: they're not seen a woman of my size and like, I'm only a size 10. Like I'm not plus size or anything, but I don't even feel like there's been a size 10 woman on the show because I've never really seen a woman and I'm like, oh, she looks like me.
1: Um, I bet you there's been a size 10 women. Also, I feel like we can't just use the size 10 to be, like, right. a thing because you can't really tell someone's size by exactly. looking at them. So.
0: I should say I haven't seen, like, a curvier woman is what I should say.
1: There have been a few where they've, like, tried, I think, but yeah. mostly they just select stick-thin people.
0: right. Which is, like, totally fine if you look like that. Like, that's absolutely okay. Right. But in the same way that it took them
1: this many years to start casting more people of color and start casting black um, leads, Mm -hmm. they have not started to cast women of all shapes and sizes. Um, They're a little more lenient with the men.
0: Mm-hmm. Not, like,
1: a ton. Like, most of the men sort of fit, like, you know, yeah. they've got the muscles, whatever. But, like, they are a little more lenient
0: with the men. Mm-hmm. I still think Joe should be the next Bachelor.
1: Yeah, I like Dr. Joe. We'll see. And I'm it would just, be the
0: first Asian Bachelor, too. Right. I think it would be a good move for ABC to do that. And also, everybody I, loves him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and he's, like, funny, and he's smart, and he's, like... I don't Has a know, he real would, he job. Would be, he would be a great bachelor.
0: Yes. Can you think of his ITMs that we would get? Just, like, he's so funny. I want to see more. But adults. it's, like, sometimes
1: when someone's really funny and then they become the lead, they sort of lose that. Like, Tisha had more of a personality on Paradise now that she's the lead. We don't really see Yeah, it. but
0: she didn't have much of a personality on Colton season.
1: Well, I guess she only has a personality when she's pretending to like people. I'm just, like, I'm kind of excited that this season is starting. We're going to be winding down because I just am ready to watch Matt James. Me too. It's going to be a good season. It's going to be a fantastic because, season. Because even if it's boring... Matt James will still be on our TV. Right. So I just can't really think of a reason to complain about that.
0: <laughs> okay. So do we just have two more weeks of The Bachelorette? Because it's almost the end of the year. So next week, they must be doing a two-night finale for her in two weeks. Right? So the next two weeks, we have it on Monday and Tuesday probably, I'm assuming. I don't
1: Oh, why would they, though? Like, you can, we don't have to have a break in between The Bachelor and Bachelorette because this year is different.
0: Right. But also, it's like, it's the holiday season. Not many people are going to be watching. Well, actually, more people probably it will comes, be watching normal it comes because not as it comes on having big family get-togethers.
1: Christmas is on a Friday. The show airs on Tuesday night. The holiday doesn't affect it. It doesn't matter.
0: Right, I guess that's true. we'll see how it goes. I think it's fine i
1: don't I don't know what they're doing, but I don't think the holiday really affects it because they have to get it in and I think less people watch when you do two night stuff because people watch one night, but not both because that's four mm-hmm. hours of freaking yeah. bachelor TV in one week that 's a lot that's way too much. Mm-hmm in my opinion the yeah. only time i enjoyed that is winter games because it would be on twice a week for 2 hours and Paradise, but it was like a very sh- it was winter games was like a very short season it was like two, like 3 weeks maybe of like two episodes a week
0: mm-hmm. maybe a month yeah i don't know we'll find out i'm just ready for the season to be over same I've had enough of Tayshia. It's because it's
1: been spoiled for us too. So like we're just over yes, it because we know like, what happens.
0: That's how I felt watching it. But just like after like her pushiness this episode, just like I'm just done with her. I'm over it. I'm upset at her for all of the men.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think the men probably feel that way though.
0: Probably not, but they should.
1: <laughs> They should, but
0: I'll feel it for them. It's fine. I'm done. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just, you were just looking at me, so I just thought I'd let you know that I'm done. Okay. Like, we can well, I was about now. to
0: ask <laughs> if you had any more thoughts. I was. No. Almost there. Okay. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to subscribe and all that, Jazz wow that sounded really exciting i'm just pissed that's all (laughs) all right
1: well until next time cheers to tasha being a bitch
0: (laughs) bye guys sorry had to (laughs) keep up with the podcast by following us on instagram at maybe i should just go home or if you have a question, a suggestion, or a topic you want us to discuss, email us at maybe I should just go home at outlook.com. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for
1: listening to this week's episode.
0: If you liked what you heard, or if you didn't, let us know by leaving a rating and review. And don't forget to subscribe so you
1: never miss an episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. See you next time.